Today we're taking a little time to enjoy the view. Phone rings. Hello, Joy, it's Barbara. And sing the lyrics to our favorite songs. Okay, so I clearly did not do well for the little monsters, so maybe I'll do better with the Swifties. Okay. I'm Jared Hall from Entertainment Weekly, and here's what to watch on Monday, June 20th. We are counting down today's top three must-see picks from TV and movies. But first, your entertainment headlines. Despite its tiny arms, the T-Rex managed to snatch Buzz Lightyear out of orbit at the box office this weekend, as Jurassic World Dominion remains number one at the domestic box office for the second week in a row. The third and final installment of the Jurassic World franchise earned an additional $58.6 million this weekend, taking its domestic total to $249.7 million across North America. Lightyear, the Toy Story prequel centered on the animated Space Ranger, here voiced by Chris Evans remained Earthbound, debuting at number two with a less-than-hoped-for but still impressive $51 million. Elsewhere, Tom Cruise and company continued to orbit the box office with Top Gun Maverick, which coasted into its fourth week in the top five at number three, earning an additional $44 million. Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness and the Bob's Burgers movie rounded out the top five at number four and number five, making $4.2 million and $1.1 million, respectively. A group of staffers for CBS's The Late Show with Stephen Colbert was arrested Thursday night in the U.S. Capitol and charged with illegal entry while filming a sketch with Triumph the Insult Dog. Former Saturday Night Live writer Robert Smigel, who voices Triumph, was among those detained in the Longworth House office building after being closed to visitors. In a statement provided to EW, U.S. Capitol Police say they arrived at the building after receiving a call for a disturbance. Capitol Police say they are conducting a criminal investigation that, quote, may result in additional criminal charges after consultation with the U.S. attorney. Jon Snow lives again, allegedly. Kit Harington is reportedly attached to reprise his Game of Thrones role in a brand new spinoff series, though the whole thing is in the early stages and only starting to develop. Should the concept move forward, it would mark the first sequel show to HBO's Emmy-winning hit. The series would take place after the events of Game of Thrones, which ended in 2019. HBO declined to comment, and a representative for Harrington did not immediately respond to EW's request for comment. Guy Ritchie is developing a live-action version of Disney's 1997 animated film Hercules. This will be Ritchie's second time teaming up with Disney after his live-action adaptation of Aladdin became his first movie to gross more than a billion dollars. The live-action Hercules will be produced by Avengers Endgame directors Joe and Anthony Russo's production company, Agbo. There's no word yet on whether this live-action movie will include all the iconic songs from the original animated movie. The 2023 Hollywood Walk of Fame star recipients have been named, and the list might make you a little emotional. The Hollywood Chamber of Commerce released the two dozen names of the 2023 honorees, and Paul Walker, the late Fast and the Furious star, will be among those receiving a posthumous star. Other posthumous recipients include singer Jenny Rivera and imitation of life actress Juanita Moore. Now, fittingly, Walker won't be the only Fast and Furious star receiving a star. His co-star and friend Ludacris is also one of the 2023 honorees. Other recipients include TV stars Mindy Kaling and Ellen Pompeo, as well as musicians the Jonas Brothers and Lenny Kravitz, and film stars Vince Vaughn, Uma Thurman, and Bill Pullman.
The National Academy of Television Arts and Sciences handed out the 2022 Creative Arts and Lifestyle Emmy Awards in a live stream ceremony on Saturday. The Kelly Clarkson Show led the pack with five wins, including a nod for its technical team, camera work, and video. Meanwhile, Netflix nabbed an impressive nine wins for various titles, including Sparking Joy with Marie Kondo and Penguin Town. The rest of the awards will be presented during the 49th Annual Daytime Emmy Awards on Friday, June 24th. The ceremony will be broadcast live at 9 p.m. Eastern and Pacific on CBS and streamed on Paramount+. Check out the partial list of winners at EW.com. Two actors from the Netflix series The Chosen One died Thursday, and six other cast and crew members were injured when a van flipped over after running off the road on the Baja California Sur Peninsula. The accident occurred in a desert area near Mulligay on Thursday, according to local media reports. The crew, under the direction of an unidentified production company, was working in Santa Rosalia, which is near the crash site. Per the Associated Press, the Baja California Department of Culture identified Ramundo Garduño Cruz and Juan Francisco Gonzalez Aguilar as the two men who died. And Tyler Sanders, the daytime Emmy-nominated teen actor who appeared on 911 Lone Star and Fear the Walking Dead, has died. He was 18. Sanders died Thursday in his home in Los Angeles. The cause of death is currently unknown, and an autopsy will be performed. Sanders started acting when he was 10 and earned a 2021 daytime Emmy nomination for his work as Leo on Amazon Prime Video's Just Add Magic spinoff, Just Add Magic Mystery City. Earlier this year, he had a small but impactful role on 911 Lone Star as the son of a man with anger issues. The actor also appeared on shows Fear the Walking Dead and The Rookie, the feature film The Reliant, and in TV movies What About Barb and Escaping My Stalker. For more on all of these stories, plus other news, reviews, interviews, and a whole lot more, head on over to EW.com. Quick, our number three pick requires fast thinking and some good singing. It's the new episode of Don't Forget the Lyrics. Hosted by funny lady Niecy Nash, this Fox reboot of the 2000s game show brings contestants into the spotlight to recite the lyrics to some of their favorite songs. The live in-studio band will play the song, and the contestant will sing along to the lyrics on the screen. But once the band stops playing, the lyrics disappear, and it's up to the contestant to recite the correct missing words. Can't remember the line? Mm, there's ways for Nisi to help, or you can phone a friend. Here's a clip from the episode. Last time, you chose Let's Stay Together, Al Green. Yes, ma'am. Let's take a look at what you said. Times are good and bad, happy and sad. How are you feeling about this answer? It's been a while since I've heard this song, and I'm going through my head right now. But while you're going through it, let me just talk you through your two backup options. First, you have your backup singer. Who did you bring with you over here? My good buddy, Don. We jam out from time to time together. Okay. He can help you, but only on one song. Or you have three words. If at any time you are unsure about a word, just tell me which one and I can reveal the correct answer to you. All right. I want to plug in some words. I just want to make sure I'm right on okay. this. Okay, which word would you like to see? There's one word that's just throwing me off. Which one is that? Let's use it on number four. Okay. I'm so glad you changed that word. 
Uh, years of radio listening and Spotify scrolling will hopefully pay off here. And it'll pay off big time if they sing nine songs correctly. The final round will require the contestant to sing the missing lyrics to a number one hit song to possibly win a whopping one million dollars. Tune in to Don't Forget the Lyrics tonight at 8 on Fox to see if anyone walks away with all that money. It's trivia time. The trailblazing daytime talk show, The View, which we'll have more on in just a bit, has had quite the large number of co-hosts over the years, and they've made countless headlines for their hot topics and hot takes. So which View co-host has been on the show the longest? Is it Joy Behar, Whoopi Goldberg, or Sherry Shepard? Stick around for the answer. We are exploring a dark and twisted tale in our number two pick today, the premiere of Mind Over Murder. The six-part HBO documentary series follows the chilling story of Helen Wilson's death. The 68-year-old grandmother was murdered in her home in Beatrice, Nebraska in 1985. Six people were convicted of the crime and eventually went on to become the Beatrice Six. But in 2009, a twist of fate caused the six to be exonerated by DNA evidence. The series will take viewers through the bizarre details of the crime and the less-than-perfect investigation. Here's a preview. What happened to your grandma? Well, to be honest, not everybody believes the same story. For 20 years, the Beatrice Six have been called killers, all wrongly convicted of the 1985 rape and murder of Helen Wilson. How in the world can this happen? We've got five people who admit a murder. How can someone say they did something if it never happens? People confess to this crime. That's what the whole case hinges on. A human's a lie. That's a point. Okay. I'm Grant Bennett, and I am reading the part of Bert Searcy. Boy, you guys are going to have a hell of a time filling my spot. The wounds are still fairly open, but this is a story that needs to be told. Why would you want to play like a murderer from your own community? It's going to stir up a lot of feelings that don't need to be stirred up. It's so hard when you believed a story for 35 years. I know I'm not lying. I wasn't there. There was a reckless investigation. I worked this case. I dealt with these people. They're guilty. I remember going to the apartment. She still believed she was involved in a murder. Thoughts can be put into her head and become true to her. I see it in my dreams. I just thought the truth would set me free and I'd get to go home. Boy, was I wrong. Uh, well, many people in Beatrice believe that the police involved investigating the murder did not handle the case properly. You will have to watch and decide for yourself when Mind Over Murder premieres on HBO tonight at 10. All right, folks, don't go anywhere. Our number one pick is coming up. What to Watch will be right back. Hey everyone, I'm Sid Evans, Editor-in-Chief of Southern Living and host of Biscuits and Jam. Since 2020, I've been interviewing musicians, chefs, authors, and other Southern icons about their family traditions, their faith, 
their favorite meals, and of course, what it means to be Southern. And I'm excited to announce season five of our award-winning podcast. Join me every Tuesday for new conversations with some of the most interesting and influential Southerners around. Be sure to follow Biscuits and Jam wherever you get your podcasts. You can also find us online at southernliving.com slash biscuits and jam. Welcome back to EW's What to Watch. You want to get nuts? Come on, let's get nuts. This week in entertainment history, it's iconic characters galore. Batman Returns came out 30 years ago this week. The second film in Michael Keaton's run as Batman featured some of the most memorable portrayals of DC comic book characters to date. Michelle Pfeiffer's Selena Kyle, aka Catwoman, had a look that became instantly synonymous with the character, and Danny DeVito's Penguin still haunts kids' nightmares to this day. Keaton is set to return as the Caped Crusader for The Flash film in 2023. The Lake, which premiered on Amazon Prime Video over the weekend, stars Jordan Gavaris as a dad reconnecting with his biological daughter. EW sat down with the actor recently, and we wanted to know what he was connecting with. So, Jordan Gavaris, what you watching? The Staircase, HBO. Bar none, I watched the entire documentary, and it's really tricky when you're taking something that's been such a detailed documentary. I don't know if you've seen the Staircase documentary, but it spans a lot of years and there's a lot of detail and a lot of, uh, a lot of threads flying around. And I did wonder when they announced doing like a fictionalized version of the, the story, I was like, well, what am I going to get from this that I didn't get from the documentary? The answer is so much, so much texturally layered storytelling, mind blowing performances from Sophie Turner, Odessa Young, uh, Colin Firth, Tony Collette, like the entire cast is, it's like a masterclass in acting. And I felt like, because I was so familiar with the documentary and was, you know, a bit of a shrewd judge, I just felt like I was watching those characters, like genuinely watching the documentary all over again, but with more private moments and more intrigue and more, much more of a, a sort of, microscopic glance at the infighting and family drama. I just can't recommend it enough. I think it is like, it might be the best thing on television right now. And I only say that because Severance is off the air. It is time for some good old-fashioned girl talk because the tea is piping hot on our number one pick, the debut of Behind the Table, A View Reunion. The new Hulu special will feature the iconic original four hosts of the show, Debbie Matinopoulos, Star Jones, Joy Behar, and Meredith Vieira. Among some of the hot topics on this special, what it was like working with Barbara Walters, some of the famous or infamous exits from the show, what they thought of an SNL spoof of them, their biggest regrets, and the moments that bonded them. Here is a clip from the special. Phone rings. Hello, Joy, it's Barbara. I said, oh, hi, Barbara. I just got a call from Entertainment Tonight. And guess what they said? They said, oh, uh, and Rosie O'Donnell's coming on the show. And guess who told them? I said, Meredith Vieira? Oh, my God! <laughs> Did you really? <laughs> what? <laughs> she threw you under the bus. <laughs> I said, Mer- uh, Meredith Vieira? <laughs> she said, no, not Meredith Vieira. You, Joy Behar, did that. And I want you to know I'm not renewing your contract. 
I said, Barbara, it was just a mistake. It was an honest mistake. I said, you know, I, I was, you know how I am when I'm shopping. <laughs> You're a loose cannon and I'm not renewing your contract. I said, Barbara, come on. It's like, you know, no big deal here. No. And she hangs up the phone. So for a minute, I was stunned. It was like, really? For that? Well, luckily that riff faded and Behar returned to the show. You can check out this special Behind the Table, a view reunion streaming now on Hulu. And finally today, the answer to our trivia question, which View co-host has spent the most amount of seasons on the show? Joy Behar, Whippy Goldberg, or Sherry Shepard? Well, you just heard from her. It's Joy Behar. She is the only original co-host from the first season who still appears on the show today. She left in 2013, but quickly returned as a regular co-host in 2015 and was quoted saying, just when I thought I was out, they pulled me back in. That is our show for today. We will have more news and must-see picks for you tomorrow, so be sure to follow or subscribe to What to Watch so you don't miss our daily recommendations, more of which can be found at EW.com. I'm Executive Editor Jared Hall. You can find us on Twitter at EW and at Jared Hall. Thanks for listening and have a great day. This episode of What to Watch was written by Callie Shep, edited by Lauren Klein, produced by Ashley Boucher, hosted and produced by Jared Hall, and executive produced by Chanel Johnson. What to watch.